All right, and welcome back, everybody. This is the Chatter Chats show. My name is Chaz. I have all the chatter, um, aka that girl, aka I don't even need it, aka I just walk in the room and do my thing. And I'm just gonna let everybody know who I have here a special guest, um, very, very close to my heart. Her name is Jody. She was one of my nurses when I was in the ICU at Keck Medical Center in USC and she's just been one of those motivating factors in my life where when I seen her I knew I had to do something to change where I was because she told me that I could so I just want to give I mean we're going to add the applause later but I just want to give you your flowers and let you know how awesome you are as a person for taking even taking up this career thank you saving lives continuously. Jody, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much, Chas, for having me on this on your show. Yes. Uh, I'm so honored to be yes. one of yes. And um, yes, I am just so excited to do this. Amen. Amen. You guys, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> no, we're not going to do any of that. But we are going to get to some crazy not crazy but deep conversation and basically just sharing like she said prior before we started recording my journey my health journey um we're going to talk a little bit about COVID just a little bit um Jody's experience with it um my experience that I am going to get vaccinated I did make a decision to do that um and why you should get vaccinated why that is important so um Jody you want to start off first or you want me to kind of go first and you go you can start off with kind of kind of why don't you share with everyone what life was like before we met like maybe a little snapshot and then okay. I can pair that with when we met what was happening <laughs> medically and absolutely the in the battle you had to go through to get to where you are now absolutely um so starting off I think that I was just a normal typical you know American, a black American, uh, growing up in, in Southern California, you know, we all knowing that if you live in California, you're working, you, you're not just sitting and being idle. You either have a career, you're going into a career, you're working, trying to get to that career, wherever the case may be, you're always in motion. And that was where I was at that point in my life. But I just didn't know that I wasn't living normally. You know, people were commenting on my weight being very, I was underweight. Um, I was low energy all the time. I could barely walk. It's not normal. But I think that fear and just the point that something that drastic isn't that bad, that, that, that could, you know, be accessible to me. So I think that's what kept me ignorant to the fact Um, It landed me in the hospital. It landed me in the ICU. It landed me on a breathing machine because I chose to ignore it and make like the situation wasn't dire. Whereas we as a community, especially black people, we need to be tested, whether it's knowing your status sexually or um, just knowing how you how you how your body is operating from day to day. I know a lot of people are turning into vegans. And, you know, I don't want to eat red meat anymore. It even goes further than that. Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? I think during this pandemic, too, you can chime in on that, too, Jody. You kind of really figure out what your day-to-day is. 
<laughs> and you kind of really figured out really fast if you're going to be motivated to stay on track or if you're going to just be like, I, I, I'm lost. I don't even have peers around me. It's It was so crazy how this pandemic really showed like how vulnerable we are, right? Because if you don't have people to see every day, it's just, you know, no meetups, no coffee shops. We're just really at home by ourselves. What am I going to do? I had friends that found things to do in their home they had done in years. Arts and craft. You know, and that's another thing. How are you like almost 39 and you are playing with macaroni? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> to each their own. Everyone's finding their new normal. Yes. And trying to find ways to have fun but also stay safe. So, I I mean, I commend if a 39-year-old wants to play with macaroni. Macaroni. Right? <laughs> Gluing it all on the construction paper. It, it was just. What's going That's on great. here? What's That's going part of on? What we learned in our in our training in our school. You got to use the resources you have to make do. Yes, absolutely. But a little bit about what you just said um, that really spoke to me was how you said that you felt that you ignored your symptoms. Yes. And I actually I feel like when I met you, it wasn't ignorance. It was no one had ever explained to you, your mom, your family what your medical condition was. I don't no. think you had even heard the term myasthenia no. gravis. Yes. No, right? And so that's why coming in and telling your doctors, you didn't even know what you, condition you were battling and the doctors had to figure that out. And that's what took us a long time and led to eventually you having the, the myasthenia gravis crisis. Mm. So don't, I wouldn't say that you were ignorant. You just didn't know. And I love that you have this podcast to bring awareness to all communities, all people to absolutely, kind of, yeah, to take a take initiative for their own health. Yeah, if something doesn't feel right, whether it's a health symptom or the way someone's treating you, like speak up, look, come on, know, advocate for yourself. Yes, and I think yeah, that's so that's prevalent. Isn't that, no, no, I said that I think that's even prevalent in right now, even in our society, that what's oh going on. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I, you know what, that just really rang the bell, like you said, even if they're not treating you. And I, I mean, I want to talk about it, but I don't want to cross boundaries. I want to make sure you're okay with that, because that wasn't what we, I mean, are you familiar with the, what's in the media right now, the hashtag that's going around? Oh, yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm i in total support of it. I feel like it was just... I couldn't even believe that that was going on. I was just kind of, like, shocked. Like I think it's parallel to both of our experiences at the start of COVID. And now, I'm. it's just heartbreaking that we've come down to this. But I think it really needs to be brought forward. It does. Yeah, and as an Asian American, I am completely trying to educate, read, learn, so I can support both communities. Yes. The thing is, what I get so powered up about or just, I get so frustrated because people get so shocked and then they go to defending. Like, well, it doesn't have to be about that. Is it really like that? Or Or is it just how they're seeing it? I mean... Does it does it have to take someone that's on? I mean, you have to go through an experience like that to say it's happening. Why can't you like if someone like if someone from the Asian community is saying it, then it must be happening. It must be a real thing. I'm not gonna down it and say, oh no, that's not what's happening. Oh no, that's 
you don't know the circumstance in that situation. Yeah, Chaz, I think we just found like a new topic, right? Podcast, and I'm but like, you know, everything you're explaining, there's a term for that. Have you heard of the term gaslighting? Yeah, wait, that okay? Explain that to me because I felt, I felt so yeah. <laughs> like, wait, they're not talking about. Okay, tell me what they're talking about because gaslighting. Yeah, so I think gaslighting. There's multiple different um, understandings of it, but in the political world you cannot use the term gaslighting as a form of psychological abuse where a single person or a group of people makes another person question their sanity perception of reality or even their memories so after you've been gaslighted you usually feel confused yeah or you question yourself you don't even trust yourself so like if someone says some kind of insulting comment to you Mm -hmm. but you're like Mm, okay maybe they didn't mean it that way or you're just caught so off guard like right they didn't have meant it that way right that's one of gaslighting wow um, that's a term that's being put forward right now with the asian american community especially uh-huh. because most of the racism and the racist acts that have been put forward against our community mm-hmm. it's through gaslighting yeah it's been put down so yeah you felt like, oh, no, actually, that was just normal, or they didn't mean that. And so it's really interesting because we need to, we need to speak up against it. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, like, I keep telling everybody, you know what I'm saying? I And I don't want to, there are so many people that have so many opinions on it. I don't want to just say their opinion that's my own. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just frankly just putting their opinion out there. Like, yeah. I've heard that people say that, oh, black people can't be racist. Or Asian yeah. people can't be racist. Mm-hmm. Anybody could be racist. The thing is, it's like, are you treating people how they want to be treated? Regardless, regardless about race. To me, I've heard so many little slang and jokes about the coronavirus, being that it came from Wuhan, being that it came from, over. oh, it must be. And I'm saying to myself, and excuse my French people out there, how in the hell can it come from Wuhan when I seen it on a, a Lysol bottle in 2017? So... <laughs> uh, so oh, I can help explain that part too. So yeah. coronavirus is it's a it's a it's a family of a virus. Yes, so it exist before twenty. Um, oh my gosh, we're in twenty twenty one already. Yes, so we are. Did this before COVID nineteen? Yes, this is a new strand. Yes, it come from Wuhan, China, but it is not due to the Asian American. Thank you. And then that was another thing too. I think that rumor was started by someone who was very very small-minded and you know what i'm saying i didn't think it was leadership it was unfortunately kind of started and passed down from one of our past leaders thank you and i didn't trust what he said from the get-go for me you know you said that you were going to build a wall from mexico we ain't got a wall yet i ain't never seen it you know so uh, to trust with this man or what he was even thinking about to have that come down that was crazy to me i said yeah. really it really put into perspective that no matter who it is your leader your parents your friend yes your, your partner you have to take everything with a grain of salt and make sure that you understand from your own perspective oh my what. god jody i got effing chills can you say that again say that again 
yes it's just so important you have i think all of i think this lockdown i think everything going on politically with all the inju- social injustice you have to make sure that as an individual you understand what your beliefs are mm. what your values are and don't let other people try to gaslight you don't let people make you feel like it's not a valuable um feeling and that you're not worthy of being heard Mm-hmm. no matter what it is so just for you back to like our original topic of yeah. when you were sick and when i met you mm-hmm. there was no reason for you to feel like it was your fault right you had no idea no yes your medical condition was and yes. we were guessing at first because we didn't right. know right right <laughs> so the trust that you put into the medical community i commend you for that because i can't even imagine myself giving my trust and being so vulnerable mm-hmm. during my sickest time like that. Yeah. So for everyone listening, um when I met Chas, she uh so she had a myasthenia gravis crisis yes. and her nerves basically her nerves and her muscles decided not to talk to each other anymore. Yes. And so you were not able to move. It got to the point where you were not able to breathe on your own mm-hmm. and i just want to make sure you're okay with me sharing no absolutely continue okay so chas was on a breathing machine called a ventilator yes and on a lot of medications just to control your pain your anxiety and your breathing yes um, while we figured out what was happening <laughs> and that was over the span of I would say a month and a half we were trying to figure out what was going on with your body all while you were getting weaker and weaker, weaker and weaker and yes. and when you were on that ventilator for a short short moment you couldn't even speak you were writing to me yes. and telling me all your all your concerns your fears <laughs> your desires yeah that notebook yes so, i have them all and i'm so glad that you are a testament to what has happened because the the state of mind that I'm in now I have to try to get myself back sometimes because it's like it never happened it's yeah, like that's, it, that's okay that's that's healthy that's because you've coped with it exactly so much stronger I feel like it's a it's a it's a gift and a curse because some things that it empowers me to do it makes me fearless and then on the other end it's like oh crap wait a minute <laughs> we can't go that far <laughs> you know so but jody i'm so glad that you remember and you can you know really say out your mouth to the viewers ears that this is real you know it's not something that i exaggerated about it's not something people see me all the time with a disability disability plaque in my car and you know they're like oh my god this is real or you know you have your nail, your hair done, you know, you, you're put together, but they don't know how much of a struggle I went to. And I yeah. attest that up to, number one, just my faith in God and the things that not only, like you said, the medical community came in and explained, because like you said, this was unheard of. It was like you you might as well have been teaching us Chinese algebra on computers from 2020, 24. Because we were like, what? I have what? I had never, you know, I didn't have a lot of sex partners. So I'm all trying to think back like, oh, 
Is this an STD? <laughs> you know, yeah, the, and it and it turns out it was nothing. To nothing. Do with lifestyle factors, right? <laughs> it's a neuromuscular disorder, and yes, and it, it's treatable with medication. Um, but there was no way for you. <laughs> no, and I think a lot of the times we in the black community we attest, and I and I've told so many people this, like we attest the headache, or we attest the cramp, or we attest. You know, just us feeling tired. Let me just go take an aspirin and lay down. Let me go get me, uh, you know, something trivial. And it may be deeper. But because your mind is not on that, you're working, you're going to school, you're trying to see someone. So you're not making time for your health. And the body has this. That's that's not isolated to one. That is not isolated at all to any particular um, group. Yeah, yeah, of course anybody you know a struggling first year freshman in college yes you know, their symptoms of what regardless of what race he or she yes. or they are um so i think it's so important that people have to know that a disability doesn't always show mm. mental health mental illness you mm. cannot see talk if about it is depressed you cannot see if someone's anxious talk about you it know, you know i would actually say most of the people you meet, I wouldn't be surprised if one in 10 are on some sort of antidepressant medication. You can't right. judge a person based on, wow, no, they look so happy. There's no way. <laughs> right. Yes. And I think we were talking about this together um, off off recording, but it's very common. And I would encourage people to see a therapist. Yes. Don't feel that there's a stigma to needing help or wanting to talk to absolutely absolutely i think that and you like you said we were talking about it therapy is something that everybody needs and it's not like you said it's not just i'll, I'll stop narrowing it down so it is different communities the, the only one i actually just know or relate to because it's such a stigma you know when we talk about therapy oh something is wrong with them they're off and you know, that's exactly the same in the Asian community. Is sure. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I when I feel sad, you know, or I tell you know, I, I'll personally say I'm I'm seeing a therapist, and when yeah. I told my parents, um, I think they wanted to be supportive, but also they found it as like uh, like what? Right. Yeah, it didn't need an explanation. I just knew that it's something that helps me cope during this time. Yes. Yeah. Everyone needs, and that's the thing about this, this pandemic. Oh my God, it was such an eye opener. I cannot tell you how many people that I talked to and was like, you know, I thought it was one way, or I thought my relationship with him was this, or I thought that I had a job like this, and it's, oh, I don't. Oh, I, you know, I'm like, yeah, because it revealed everyone's vulnerability. If you cannot, I I mean, from the student to the worker, okay, we can't go to work. What are we going to do? Okay, we can't go to school. What are we going to do? Are you going to have enough dedication? Are you going to sit here and give it your all? I can't tell you, like, how many teachers I talked to going back to school and, you know, finishing my degree. They're like, we think the students were helping and dealing with us. You know, we help. We we miss our students. We we need them. They need us. You know, it's it was an eye opener. I'm like, I I told my friend, I said, teachers are really what should be getting paid the highest because their job is the hardest, 
Oh my goodness, I can't even imagine what teachers and students, anyone in academia had to go through. Yes, um, yes. Everyone was fighting their own fight, I think. As a frontline healthcare worker, we were just trying to stay afloat and stay safe. And and can you talk about that, Jody? How was it when it first hit and you were there? Um, yeah, of course. So uh, I am an occupational therapist. I'm part of the hospital system. Mm-hmm. Um, we work very closely with the nurses, the doctors, the respiratory therapists, everybody in the hospital. Um, but particularly our role as OTs uh, is to make sure that anyone, any patient we get assigned to, we make sure that we help them recover, regain their strength mm-hmm. or help them relearn how to do their everyday activities if they let's say they had to get a leg cut off amputated Mm. or for you Chas you were sick you were dealing with this temporary crisis in your health I had to make sure that you were still learning how to sit up get strong (laughs) be brave enough to sit in that chair remember how many times we fought each other oh my god yes no two minutes no three minutes okay and then I would sit next to you while you sat in that chair and to the outside perspective, to someone else that's not sick or not in healthcare, you're thinking, okay, it's just a chair. What's the big deal? Right, but, but y'all, y'all don't like, know that chair was hell on earth because I did not. Right? <laughs> you were scared. You couldn't breathe. Yes. You didn't want me to leave. You didn't know what would happen to you if I left the room. Yes. And that's all real fears. Um, so as an occupational therapist, my job is to make sure that not only am I helping you with your rehabilitation, but yes. also making you making sure that you can preserve who you are, mm-hmm. what's important to you. Mm-hmm. I learned really early when I met you that you wanted to be, you know, in the media and that I, I knew when you had that trait and you couldn't speak that that was not your future. No. There was no way that you were not speaking again. <laughs> yeah. And I was so excited to be able to hear you talk when yes. they took that trick out. Yes, we were all, it was just like lightning in a bottle at that point for me to say hello. It just... It was just like, oh my God, there's hope. There was yeah, hope, and you were you were complaining. I remember you were like, "That's not that's not my voice." And I was like, <laughs> Don't worry, I promise you, you will be talking up a storm. Yes, tell me about it. Here we are now. But I mean, during the COVID, when you went in and you were you yeah. were helping these people and finding their their balance once again. I mean, was it hard for you? Was there a time where? I yeah, can't do sorry. This. I keep I keep digressing back to your story. No, no, you're good. You good. Jimmy, but um, when when COVID first started in March of last year, um, when we first really got the first few cases in yes. Los Angeles, yes. we were trying to change the hospital policies. As an occupational therapist, you still have to see all your patients. You mm. still have to keep them calm and make sure that they're safe enough to go home. Wow. Whatever surgery or whatever illness they were recovering from, our goal was to still make sure that they could get home safely. Yeah. And and now there was a new there was a new job, a new role for us to make sure that we were educating the public about COVID nineteen. Wow. And the risk of not being safe you know if family members were coming without masks yes or bringing young kids into the hospital babies that was not safe the hospital was not a safe place wow so just making sure that we could train and just and just not to cut you off too because all the viewers do need to know keck is where jody works they are the epitome of clean you can eat off the floors there there is no mistake about it they don't play so if if she's saying that Keck, this is how I want to put in perspective for the viewers or the audience to hear, 
the 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 range of how serious this was yeah. back in March. If you're saying that it wasn't safe for people to come to Keck, I can imagine because Keck was. I mean, every time there's someone who enters or leaves a room, they're using hand sanitizer. They're sweeping, they're mopping, they're cleaning constantly. So that's some... There was just so much unknown about this new virus. You know, we weren't sure if a regular mask could protect you. Right. We weren't sure if sanitizer was enough. I heard that back and I'm I'm stop cutting you off too because I heard that because that was the number one thing they had told us back when it first was coming out that if you can't breathe in the morning you got you have it and I mean like there was a there was a uh oh, yeah there was like a, a slew of, there was a slew of rumors going around oh that my was god scary, left and right yes we would I wake up like we're good <laughs> This just kind of loops back to how it's so important to make sure that you are checking yourself. You have to check your facts, make sure it's coming from a reputable source like the CDC or your doctor or, you know, somebody that is getting it from a published, validated resource, (laughs) not just from another friend who heard from a friend that might have heard from like another next door neighbor because things can get really twisted. Yes. And ergo the president throwing gas to that fire it was just it was just it was a nightmare it was a nightmare I I found myself so many times from March April and May those three months of last year just driving around in the car not getting out I'm just driving around like I I don't want to be home I don't want to be looking at the computer just let me go out and see the world or people and then you would see other people in cars and they're like yeah yeah we're trying to escape too where are we going nowhere gas was so low you could actually drive drive around you know so i did the same i did the same yeah but i think it's i think that is so important that you were still able to get out and take yourself around but you are you're you're part of that at-risk group yes with a prior health condition is more at risk for having a more severe case of COVID-19 which is why this group of um anyone with a prior health condition and people over 65 were prioritized to get the vaccine yes because it could be so detrimental it could be so it could be take a really dark toll quickly for mm-hmm. this population and um yeah so just working during the pandemic we had to stay safe we had to stay you know smart about everything we did but still life had to go on we had to keep the system normal we still had to see patients um and you know now a year we just celebrated a year from our first patient i think at Keck, um or our first patient in los angeles i believe it was march 15th yeah almost exactly a year ago. Now, flash forward one year later, we have policies in place. We know that if we wear a mask out wherever we go, it can reduce the spread of COVID-19. Yes. Don't hang out in big groups. You know, it's just not worth it yet. It's Don't not. go to that party yet. Yes. People get vaccinated and then everything can resume back to normalcy soon. Thank God. We're already seeing a lot of things resume back in the hospital, which is positive for me, you know? Yes. Um, 
visitors can come, a unlimited number of visitors can come back. And as long as everyone wears a mask, we were doing temperature checks mm. for every employee that started their shift. Mm. Um, if you felt any symptoms, you can go right to the drive-through testing clinic at our hospital. Awesome, awesome. So there are really good policies in place. And can we, um, can we talk about- anybody, anybody that feels any symptom, you can go have access to free testing. Yes. So why not do it? That's what I wanted to ask you. What, did, what, what were the, I know there were fever, the symptoms I'm saying. What yeah. were the top symptoms? Because we were so talking about, the go The biggest ahead. one is fever and shortness of breath and then the cough. Um, but you also could have sore throat, body aches. There was a wide range of symptoms. So when in doubt, especially with COVID going around, just get tested for it. Yeah. It is free. It, your insurance won't charge you for it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of drive-through clinics. There's walk-up clinics. Yes. And you can go to even urgent care to get yes. tested. Absolutely. I love it. We are definitely yeah. hitting our goals tonight on this podcast. Yeah. And, and, it, and I will say, if you can catch it early enough, you might be able to rest at home. You know, just like a normal flu, just like any other cold. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself hydrated. Right. Take some ibuprofen. And I'm so and I'm so glad that you said that, Jody. Jesus, that was key because a lot of people, from what I hear, when they get it, they don't know what to do. They didn't. Yeah. They're like, and, well, and when our hospital system became too full, mm-hmm. we did tell we did tell people don't come to the hospital unless you can't breathe. Unless yeah. Unless you cannot breathe and you need our medical devices, but now we have. You know, now it, the numbers are coming down so much. We are in, I believe, the red tier. Mm-hmm. That's why indoor dining reopened and gyms reopened. It's mm-hmm. a good sign. Yes. Um, so when in doubt, you have access to 911. You have access to urgent care. Mm-hmm. Get checked because if not, I mean, you don't want to go through absolutely the whole course of... If you think that you've been in contact with anyone, number one, get tested. Um, yeah. I've also heard that it is there is a abundance of headaches. There's that's like the first sign or signal that something I is off. I haven't heard that it's the first sign or symptom, but mm-hmm. definitely it's part of a list of symptoms. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, and, and the symptoms range so. so yeah, much. I've heard that that there you could yeah. be blue in the face. No, I've it, I've never. It could, just be, it could just be like arm pain, and so we've heard everything. So I would say don't. Wow question it yeah just get back <laughs> absolutely um i'm gonna kind of channel it back because I, I don't know how much time we got it's 8 27 but oh, i know we can talk forever uh, right we <laughs> i mean you just gave the viewers and i love that you gave the viewers a very very vivid picture like i said it's nothing to really be ashamed about and i'm not i just you know i don't go i don't i don't broadcast it so much people who know me know it but when they first meet me and they see or a trach scar or you know wherever i'm at and they're like oh you know you have a disability and i'm like yeah i'm not afraid to say it because it needs it needs to be said there are certain things people are dealing with on a daily basis and you will never know be kind to people like ellen says just a smile just a simple hello even if they, they don't, don't judge, don't judge a book by its cover. You don't know what people went through, right? Yes. And just, just to let your listeners know, a trach, what we're referring to as a trach, I yes. know many people 
haven't heard of it can't imagine what that is <laughs> yes tell me jody um, imagine <laughs> it is so we have if everyone feels their throat there's something hard come on that you're breathing tube and so the trach is they have to do a procedure tracheostomy yes they cut that open through your throat so they cut a slit through your throat they have to put a tube through your throat to get bypass your mouth and your nose for breathing yes and that tube can get to your lungs and give you oxygen through a machine called a ventilator yes and so that's what chas was on for i believe over i think on and off at least for three months yes and then we were able to people do come off a trach people do come off a ventilator and they get their trach taken out just like chas but she does will have that scar on her neck and that scar can be so symbolic of multiple things. People yes. who had thyroid cancer yes. have the same scar. Yeah, someone could have been stabbed, yes. had any sort of injury. You don't know. So don't don't judge. Just politely. You can kindly open up that communication. <laughs> you know, everyone handles it differently, right? Like, yes. Chad, you're an open door. You're an open, open. You I mean, you know what? Person. It's so funny that you said that because it'd be the kids. The kids are what... They're so curious. So they'll be like, mommy, what's, what is that? Is that it? Like, you know, and it doesn't help the fact. And my listeners know, everybody who knows me, I got three gold chains over it. So it's like, oh, who is she supposed to be? You know, so I, I, I tell people it's a great conversation starter, number one, because I have three necklaces and I tell each necklace is reflecting each month I spent in the hospital for me. You know, I, I don't I don't ever forget it. It's there's a rope, there's the Guadalupe and then there's the sea. And they're symbolic to me because I just like you hear Jody, she was the ray of sunshine in my life telling me we're gonna get back to that. Cause I had no intention to get back to anything. I just wanted to lay in that bed and I was tired of that damn soccer ball you had going on. <laughs> I just was done. I was like she yeah, we tried every we tried every tech oh yeah to stay out of bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm yeah, telling her to come back in. later do not come back i don't know we're gonna come back at 10 a.m you be ready <laughs> but and you can ask anybody who knows me now i'm up always at 6 37 in the morning making my bed stretching you know making making sure i have my meds and my things i am so driven and I think that you implanted me and I think that you said that before you still have the obligation to your patients because even though their situation whatever situation they're going through you have to still do a job and you do it you really do it and I I just was like so in awe you know I've never met someone who was so positive and no matter what. I mean, we even had a spell in listeners. My listeners don't probably know this, but I went out for a minute. I was shaking and convulsion and all type of stuff was going on. Now ask me what happened. I don't know. But Jody was right there. You never lost your composure. You never said, hell no, this is too much for me. <laughs> I don't know what she's going through. I ain't got time. You were always there and I cannot repay that. I cannot. The only thing that I know what it is to be true is God blesses you all and keeps you all. You know what I'm saying? And I have to make it to where, you know, other people know. They have to know, you know, it's real life angelic work going on in these hospitals. 
Let's make sure that we're giving our health care providers their flowers now because they're on the front lines. It's not it's not me up, up there. It's you. You seeing it firsthand. And I think that if we have more conversations, maybe some of this stuff can be prevented. Not granted, not everything, but we can help you guys. You know, that's the thing we could be navigated. I think the healthcare system can be navigated a little easier. It could be a little less intimidating. Yes. Um, There's just, you don't know what you don't know. And so having somebody like you, Chaz, be an advocate and a role model is so powerful. Yes. And you were my bright, shining light at work (laughs) that made me want to go to work every day. Amen. I put myself in your, I put myself in your shoes and I knew as, you know, a young woman with so much of life left to live and so many goals how could i not go there every day and make sure that i did something positive for you yes, you know absolutely and i do remember that day where you definitely you you did you had a you had a seizure yeah. um i believe it was from being so overworked you your body was just maxed out yeah and we had tried to push a little more that day we got you into the chair yeah and we got you out of bed for sure and i remember you telling me you were scared and you couldn't talk. You were mouthing it because you were on that breathing machine. And I had my student with me at the time, who I believe will be one of your future, um, one of your future guests. Yes, you yes. Tell you more about it, but you did. Yeah, you you became unconscious. You weren't talking, and we had to just quickly, safely. The nurses came in right away. Right away. Yeah. We helped you right back to bed. You woke up and you didn't. You didn't know what happened, but you were scared. Yeah. And, reasonably so you kind of just lost track of what had happened in the past 30 minutes yeah it was it was it was undeniably an experience the whole not just that just the whole I mean there were bouts where I don't even remember and my parents do or they could tell me what I was saying and I'm just looking like when did I say that but this goes back to like I say just really kind of knowing your body I think me being at 31 um there are so many things that I didn't know about as a kid growing up and now it's like oh wow I see I see how the important it is to know what you're putting in your body know what I mean you know you don't pay attention in high school like that because you're thinking about Treshawn and them if they gonna be in class today, you know. The worst thing that can happen to you is like a bad hair day. Exactly. You know, or not have enough tampons in your backpack today. You know, you're not thinking, hey, I keep eating this damn hot Cheetos. I, you know, I'm not going to the bathroom regularly or I'm having regular horrible cramps and the next girls aren't doing that. Or, you know, it's just certain things. Now that you're older, you're like, okay, th- my body was giving me signals all along. I think yeah. that me and my mom was talking, and we were, you know, because I had a panel about vaginal health. We had we had a whole sex talk about with other ladies, and these young ladies were saying themselves, you know, I had no idea that's what that meant, or I had no idea that my uterus or this. There were so many things you just didn't know. So the job in the conversation now is to bring that to the forefront. Having conversations with your doctor regularly about everything you feel, even if you're scared to admit and say that, you know, I've been having ongoing migraines or, you know, I'm not I'm not really drinking a lot of water. Could that be something, you know, 
Yeah. This is important. And, and, and there's no judgment. That's the thing. We want to, we need to stop the gaslighting. Yes. Absolutely. people, right? Yes. There is no dumb question. There's no dumb question. Yes. Like you said, oh, am I paying normal amounts? Who would know that if you don't ask that? <laughs> right. And how would you know if, okay, this pain on my head, it comes from my eyebrow and goes all the way to my ear. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Like, ask. Yeah. Ask. What, ask. Bring that Cause up. ginger ale don't help. Seven up is not going to make it go away. Even yeah, I, mean, I know if people had too many drinks the night before, maybe right. take a nap and drink some water. But if that's not helping, if your if your normal remedies aren't helping, you need to find. And find a lot of people, I think we should say that too. A lot of people do like to smoke. A lot of people do like to drink. Hey, I'm not mm-hmm. a judge person at all. I like to intake and do some stuff too. I ain't gonna say what it is because I ain't gonna know who listening just yet. But the thing is, in moderation. You want to make sure that you're making making a a, a, count, a, a, a balance act here. Okay, you're going to do that. Well, let's try to get some vitamins in you. Let's try to yeah, walk and, and get... And educate yourself on whatever you choose to participate in. We are not advocates for drugs, though. We saying no. that right now. We, we ain't saying that. Yeah, no. But everybody, everybody, should, everybody can and has the right to make their own choices. Absolutely. Just make sure you know what you're doing and what the limits are. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, Jody, it's coming up to 838. I don't want to take too much of your time. But um, we can get into one more topic before we kind of like wrap things up. As far as uh, I said, I was going to talk about the vaccination. Um, I'm planning on uh, going from Keck, either from Keck or my health care provider in Lakewood. But I'm going to go ahead and and get you qualified to sign up for Keck. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to. You are the higher risk group. Since yes. you have a pre uh, pre existing, yep. Okay. I I'm gonna I had called them. I'm gonna either get the uh, Pfizer or the um, Johnson and Johnson. The thing is, though, I wanted to go over with you um, about the the Pfizer and the Johnson. And there's one other one, the uh, Moderna. Moderna. There it is. I do know that the Pfizer and the Moderna you have to take at least two doses of. Correct. There's two doses. So the Pfizer one is uh, three weeks apart, and the Moderna one is four weeks apart, so one month. And the Johnson & Johnson is one single dose. Okay. Now and then I- most of the time, you cannot pick which vaccine you're getting it depends on what site you're going yes to. yes yeah. absolutely that let thank you for and saying all that. three have been fda approved for emergency use and so all three are safe to mm. receive yes and um I, that's what i was going to say i'm glad you said it you cannot pick which one it does depend on the testing site but yeah. depending on which which you which one you feel comfortable with like you said the johnson and johnson is one one single mm-hmm. shot and I yeah. believe that it is 67 or 65% effective. It's yeah, the, it's definitely above 65. I, I don't, I can't exactly remember the percent range. Okay. But they are all proven to be effective. Yes. Um, against this current 
COVID-19 strain. Well, that's that's what I was, um, because I, I read it before we got on here. They said it was either 65. I'm just saying what I read, the 65 mm-hmm. or 67%. But that factor is was placed because they were testing it on COVID patients as it was happening. Whereas the Moderna and the Pfizer weren't tested. They were just in the lab and they proved out to be 100%. So they were saying either way, like you said, they're all safe, but mm-hmm. the Johnson Johnson is tending to work better because it's been tested on real live action results. That's what just what I read. So yeah, that. I, I I actually didn't know that, and I, I so I can't attest yeah, to it. But absolutely, if you're getting information from this. Yeah. Um, no, if all of that is from the reputable sources, then absolutely. And I think it's just important to know that all three vaccines are valid, all three are safe, and all three have been approved to be given to uh, all of us. <laughs> and so we shouldn't fear it. We shouldn't. And it is absolutely not true that you get COVID 19 from getting the vaccine. Mm. It's uh, another one of those rumors that I misinterpreted. Yes. You, it's an mRNA, so it's yes. Very, we'll, we'll get another guest on this show. Yes, come on, Jody. And for and for my listeners out there, when she says mRNA, she's talking about DNA. Are you not in the ribonucleic acid? No, it's actually not. It's fascinating. It's it's similar to the. It's not DNA. It's mRNA. mRNA. Okay. And um, to kind of just summarize it, it it's um. Basically, it triggers our body to have an immune response Mm. so that we can learn, our cells can learn to make the protein to fight that. Got it. That trigger. Okay. So it's fascinating. mRNA is new to our health system. Yes. And so this mRNA vaccine is big. It's big. It's making ways for so much in the future for us, which is good. Let's talk Um, about it. See, and for those of y'all don't know, she just touched on chemistry, biology, a little bit of geometry in there. Yeah. So So that's why after you get this vaccine, when you test for the antibodies, Mm. it will show antibodies because your body has learned to recognize the COVID-19 Right. The, the, the disease and now it's built up the it defense. does not mean you you got COVID-19 it right means that your body recognizes it and can fight it absolutely well explained see okay, I, I explained that enough but we'll get a, a, a real no a <laughs> to speak more no worries. Jody said a licensed physician. He gotta be have you gotta have your papers right to come on the show, okay? Yeah, Let sure. you know. You gotta be official. But I mean, I I'm just so I'm grateful. I'm overwhelmed here. I'm trying not to cry because this is just these are my dreams and they're coming and they're happening and I'm going to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to strive and educate and explore and showcase, you know, let everyone know what we're doing and how we're doing it and how they can be a part of it. Anything else before we wrap it up? No, I think I just want to wrap it up again by complimenting you. I mean, (laughs) yes, when you went through the hardest Mm. times of your life probably that is probably the hardest most amount of pain fear anxiety you'll probably ever feel and and that time that you were with us at the hospital yes um and you fought hard and you trusted us and you loved us yes when your mom i remember oh man as soon as i saw your mom walking onto the unit it was like yes (laughs) and 
mama like what what we're gonna do today and you trusted us you fought so hard you relearned to stand you relearned to walk you relearned to lift those arms up yeah i mean you were just bone on skin (laughs) yeah yes i was yes and i love the fact that like i said you just give such a vivid picture i mean people don't see that they see me dancing i don't think think i i think it's good that you don't see that anymore Hmm. but you have to know how much you've fought and how much you've overcome yeah and that's why you're so strong that's why you want to advocate now yes because of all the hardship you had to go through while you were with us that was not an easy time for you but I mean, I'm just blown away every time you send me an update on how you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm just so in awe. Like, can it have hope for you, better? You outcome? guys have to know, Jody is re- everything that she's saying. She's responsible. She put a little bit of herself into me. Me, it was me, yeah, and then a li- little cheerleading team. Exactly. We had Travis Scott going on in the background because yeah. Jody didn't know who the hell a Travis Scott was. What is that? I'm pretty sure you know who he is now. Oh, yeah, on all my playlists now. Okay, thank you, Chad. Yeah, girl, right? And I'm sending... Y'all know I'll be on the music. But, I mean, you. she was just amazing. The staff there, the... You breathe into people. And this is just me giving you your flowers. And it's more to come. Jody's awesome at what she does. She is, like she said, an occupational therapist. And for those of you who do not know, they're important. You need them at the hospital. They are what take care of the patients and get them ready for the doctors. Because without Jody, I wasn't listening to, y'all hear me, shit. I wasn't listening to what they were saying. I was like, (laughs) what? So It's overwhelming. It's a lot of information processed. And all you really care about is get me home. Yes. That's what my job was. And you did it. You did it. Well, we did it. We did it, it, Joe. (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I took enough of your time this evening. We're going to have another part two, Mm -hmm. right? And um, my colleague. Yes, whenever. whenever. I'm not even rushing it. Let that timing go. Um, I do want to end with, like, we can end with like I don't want to be too churchy you guys we don't need a prayer but we we can end with like a good note so what do you want to end with Jody what do you think signing off what do you want to leave prayer would be great let's end it with something uplifting okay Um, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll pray it out okay um father god we just come to you right now we just thank you we just lift up everything that we have our our being humble and just thank you for pouring into us thank you for allowing us to be here covid free we're in our right minds we're moving we're doing all the things that we want to do and we just thank you um we ask that you continually keep jody and the rest of the staff at the hospital safe and keeping them strong mentally physically emotionally because they are the warriors they are the people on the front lines seeing what we can't see before we even see it so i'm just just ask that you just be with them and her family and Everyone, Jeff and Carnay, Fifth Floor, all my friends over there. We haven't forgot anyone. Just keep them all. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That's it. it. Well, thank you. Absolutely. Um, Let me grab it. Let me stop it.